Welcome to Unless the Lord. I'm your host, Alan Getty, and this podcast is based on a passage that comes from Psalm 127, which says this, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen keep awake in vain. Come join me as I look at current events and life situations and put the tagline, Unless the Lord, in front of them and see how we can change our lives together. Join me on this journey as we get started right away. Hello and welcome to Unless the Lord. I am your host, Alan Getty. It is sure good to be here today. I'm sure glad that you are joining me. I um, had a good week this week. I hope you had a good week. Have enjoyed some cooler weather here in New Mexico as well as some warmer weather. It's that time of year. So you wake up in the morning, it's 40, maybe below 40. By the end of the day, it's close to 80. And uh, you're usually leaving jackets in places you wish you didn't leave them. And um, <laughs> it's just kind of the way it is. Well, either way, I am here today and I want to talk to you today about my book. Uh, my book is called Unless the Lord, and it is a book about trusting the Lord through Psalm 127, which is what this podcast is based on. You can buy my book at all retailers where you can buy books. That's just all I'm going to say. I've been saying like different places, but in the end, anywhere you can buy a book, you can buy my book. Uh, we are coming up to the holiday season, so if you read my book, if you listen to my podcast and you're thinking my book could help somebody, this is a great time to go buy one and give it as a gift. Um, if you bring it by the office here, if you know where I work and uh, you listen to this and you want to bring it by the office, I'll sign it. Uh, but uh, please, uh, if you're thinking about a Christmas present for your family, uh, my book is a great Christmas present. It's a stocking stuffer, man. It's 15 bucks. So uh, we have been going through my book the last couple of weeks. Well, really the last six weeks we've been going through my book. And uh, this week in particular, I'm very excited about um, the chapter is chapter seven. And um, it's kind of a follow up from chapter six, where I talk about Psalm 127 verses verse 3, the first part of that verse. And I call this chapter Proud Moments. Um, and I base that off of that first part, which says children are a heritage from the Lord. Uh, the story I share in this one is, was a, I was pretty young and we had this place we hunted in Oregon. It was called, we called it Green Dot Road. It was a unit there and and they had these green dot roads and on the roads with green dots you could drive a motorized vehicle on the roads without green dots it was against the law to to drive a motorized vehicle so it was really a neat place to hunt because what you would do is you would get on one of these non-green dot roads and you could walk and it was really quiet because there are roads you didn't have to beat the brush you could just walk down this road nice and quiet and uh we would literally just walk down the road, walk back down the road, walk back down the road, or you might go over and walk another road. And uh, we would have family members on these roads and we would just walk. And I was walking down one of those roads uh, early in the morning and I looked up and there was a buck flying across this opening. 
and he was running pretty fast and I put my gun up and I kept waiting for him to slow down. He never slowed down and I followed him, let him, shot and he dropped right on the other side of the road. It was, I mean, far and away one of the best shots I'd ever taken with my rifle. I was so excited. Uh, of course, you know, the adrenaline and everything that was happening really it was one of those great hunts for a couple reasons. One, it was the first deer I had ever shot by myself. And uh, then just not that long after I shot it, my grandpa came over, my Uncle Stan came over. It was just one of those cool things. And I got to take that deer back to camp that morning where breakfast was already ready and everything was done. And my dad got to see me bringing that deer back, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but, um, but in that particular moment, getting to spend that time with my grandpa who uh, hadn't shot a deer in a long time because he was pretty old and my uncle Stan being able to come and help me clean it and then dragging that deer back in the cart with dad at camp, seeing me come back, just was a big deal for me to, um, to do that. The reason I shared that story is because uh, when we talk about heritage, um, the word heritage uh, comes from, well, I'll just tell you, it says the word heritage is translated from the idea of an inheritance. Now, I had always considered an, an, an inheritance as something you received when somebody passed away. But uh, when my grandpa passed away, and, and for example, I received a crusher hat and a flannel shirt and a cord jacket. Um, and those things, when I look at them, are things that remind me of my grandpa and they were things I inherited from him. But if children are a heritage or inheritance from the Lord, then it really is about looking at our children as things that God has given us. And we're going to go into that more in the further chapters. But one of the things that I really like about this idea of them being a heritage is that they are, they are something we are getting from God, an inheritance. And so I think it's really important, as I shared that story, that my dad, who's... who's life as a hunter and had grown up his kids in this life was watching the heritage that he granted down being brought back to him. Um, so they are an inheritance. One of the issues I have in culture today is that we've placed the wrong value on children. Uh, just like we have decided that it's our job to provide and our job to protect, we value children based on who they are, not whose they are. Our children have a value that goes beyond earthly worth because they are God's workmanship. In Ephesians 2.10 it states, We are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Since we have inherited children from God, then it is our job to admire them and remember their worth in Christ. What does that look like, you ask? Well, I, I mean, for me, it looks like 
that we should work on admiring our children for who they are. Um, I don't think our children should be a way that we prove our self-worth. And I, I struggle with that, right? When my children are successful, I'm proud of them. When my children are unsuccessful, um, I might still be proud of them, but I'm also a little bit worried how that makes me look. And that's just being as honest as I can be. I don't like that, that I think that way. But when you think about um, our culture today and how we view children and how we view our children, how we're supposed to raise them, I just look at our culture, right? How many activities our children are involved in, sports, dance, cheer, uh, school. Just recently we had those uh, Hollywood parents that, that, did what they could to make sure their children got to the best colleges, the best schools. Everything about what we're doing for our children is that they are our successes, not our inheritance. We're not looking at them like that. Meanwhile, children today experience more anxiety and depression than any other time in history. The drive as parents for our children to be the highest achievers has caused them to lose their childhood. And it bothers me more when I know that the children of our evangelical churches, our churches, often struggle the most. It makes me so sad that the evangelical church has become a breeding ground for unreasonable expectations, unreasonable school expectations, unreasonable career expectations. We have to have perfect marriages, super parenting skills. Yet the Bible says they are our heritage. In other words, We shouldn't be worried about the fact that they're going to achieve. We should be proud of what they do achieve. And it also, our inheritances are a way for us to pass on legacy. Now, I'm really going to hold on to this for a second because I'm, I'm switching roles here. So as parents, children are a heritage. But he's not talking about offspring yet. He does get to that. I think this children are a heritage from the Lord, is really for the church. Because they are an inheritance to the church that we should grow up to pass on a legacy. So these inheritances are not just for individual parents. They are for the church, God's church. There must be a premium, and this is me talking as a children's pastor now, there must be a premium put on the children so that the church has a legacy for the future. I have heard so many pray for revival, but then they ignore our children and teens. Our children and teens have to be addressed moving forward. Not just addressed in the fact that, um, not just addressed in the fact that we need to take care of our children, but that our parents are literally being told to have children and to grow them in the right way. We can't waste that heritage. And the only way to get that heritage is to have it. But listen, our children are the only way that we are going to grow the church of the future. I will be dead, but my children will not. And my grandchildren will not. So when when I look at our children... We must look at our children as inheritances. 
They must be encouraged to point the lost to the glory of the one who created them. We can't waste that heritage just to feel good about ourselves. So much of what we do with children is about, I mean, and I hate to sound this way, but and maybe it's just me. It's about my selfish desires. The reason I want my son to be good at anything is because it makes me look good. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? I mean, I hate to say it, but, but in the end, I believe that's how most of us are. I don't believe that if I'm really honest with myself and if people are really honest with themselves, that that's not true about a lot of us. And yet, we are told that our children are an inheritance. We should be valuing them and, and honoring them as an inheritance to move to the next generation so that they will bring glory to God, so that they will bring the lost to Jesus. The church must look at children as an inheritance and a heritage. And that means that our children need to know whose they are before they know who they are. And we mix that up a lot. Our society mixes that up a lot by, by thinking that what we have to do is teach our children how valuable they are in society, not that they have high value because of whose they are, because God created them and loves them and died on the cross for them. If we can get to that point with all of our children, if all of our children in the church know whose they are, then we will get to a point where those children are teaching other children whose, that they are God's and God loves them. If we don't start to view children as a heritage and inheritance that is to be passed on, to be sent out, to be passed on, the church has very little chance of success in the future. So, hear me out. There's a couple things. One, we have to make sure that our children in the church, and I'm not, I mean, our children too, like my children, personal children, but more importantly, the children that are coming to the church and the children that are in the church know whose they are and know what that means. And two, that we would be doing everything we can to teach them whose they are so that they can teach others about whose they are. That's a lot of whose. But in the end, we have to teach our children that God created them, loves them, gives them amazing power because of that, and that if they can tell other people about God and how much He loves them, that that will grow the church. Two, we have to tell our people to have kids. I know it's controversial, and I'm going to say that a lot in the next few weeks. But listen, we have to have kids to have an inheritance of kids in our church. So, if you're younger and you're married, be fruitful and multiply. It is very important that we do this so that we can raise children up so that we can continue to grow the church in the future. All right? Next week, we're going to be talking about reaping the rewards, and we're going to move from church heritage to offspring those that are our children being a reward and what that looks like. Because I do think sometimes we do not view children as a reward. In fact, uh, I'm going to talk to you next week. I think it's next week. I'm going to talk to you about a list I found. Um, 
it's a hundred reasons not to have kids. And I agree with every 100 reasons that she puts in there, but um, I also don't think we should look at our kids like that. So see you next week. Guys, um, remember, if you like the podcast, to subscribe, like it, um, to tell people about it. If you hate the podcast, please don't tell me. It only makes me cry. And remember what I said earlier, Christmas is coming. We uh, would love to sell more books in the Christmas season, so use it as a stocking stuffer to give to your sons, your daughters. I think my book has a message that might be able to help even people that don't hunt. All right, guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.